Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chipper Herald Sports Podcast. I am Chipper Herald Sports Editor Brandon Berg and I thank you very much for joining us this week. We've got a, a couple full-length episodes in the can already. If you haven't gone back and checked those out, you can do so pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, our first full-length episode, we chatted with Chippewa Falls football coach Chuck Rakovich, dove deep into the, the world of the double-wing offense, and he was able to provide some some insights that only Coach Rako can on uh, on what goes into making that offense successful. And, and then in our most recent episode, we had a conversation with McDonald Volleyball Coach Kat Hansen and on the legacy of her family within that program. So if you have not already checked those out, you can go back into, into our archives, however you're, you're getting the bot podcast, and, and find those episodes there. But And if you want to make sure that you're getting the newest episodes right when they drop, you can go ahead and just... Subscribe to the Chip World Sports Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll also have a, a player available up on our website, chippo.com, that will come up on Mondays. It'll be able to allow you to, to listen along there as well. So however you're joining us, we really appreciate you doing so. And, and this week we've got another fun episode. I had a conversation with um, New Auburn boys basketball coach Keenan Dahl. And uh, Keenan is, is an interesting guy because he's someone that has coached a bunch of different sports at the same school. New Auburn, a school of fewer than 100 students, and he has coached, I believe, five different high school sports there. And to put that into perspective, there's currently not very many more than five sports at New Auburn. So he's you know, he's dabbled in pretty much everything you can dabble with when it comes to high school sports coaching. He's been the, uh, the longtime coach at New Auburn for boys basketball over a decade He's also the uh, track and field and also cross-country coach, but a little bit earlier on during his tenure in New Auburn, coach football and coach softball as well. So uh, we're going to dig deep into a number of topics there, um, You know, not just the, the the sports he's been with a long time, but you know, maybe some of the, the challenges that comes to time management when, it, when, you're, when, you're, when you're coaching in three different sports in three different seasons. Obviously, you're, you're kind of pulled a couple different ways. Keenan goes into detail on how you're able to kind of you know, balance all those things as well as maybe some of his most fulfilling moments as a coach. He's he's won conference championships. He's he's led teams you know deep into the playoffs, but and in some cases led teams to the playoffs when, when maybe they haven't been there in a little while and, and got had, got some success there as well. But you know, Keenan comes from a from a a sports family. His dad Warren is a very accomplished coach, and we'll, we'll also kind of. Talk a little bit about his his connection there to sports and and his dad and how all that kind of tied into you know who he is today. So uh, sit back and relax, and we will go now live to that interview. And once we come back, I will also you know wrap this episode up, but also give you a little bit teaser at our guest for the next edition of the Chipperailed Sports Podcast. The Chipperailed Sports Podcast rolls along, and this week my guest is. New Auburn boys basketball coach Keenan Dahl, um, you know, and today's episode we're going to be talking a little bit about kind of the the unique kind of challenges and also the unique kind of um, um, success stories and stuff that can come from coaching in small schools. And, and Keenan is a you know, welcome to the program, and you are I think you're certainly about as about as qualified as someone as I can. I can find to talk about this. From what I've found, you've coached five different sports at New Auburn, correct? I believe that is correct, yes. I believe I've got you down for cross-country, football, basketball, uh, softball, and track and field? Yes, that is correct. Does it sound like a lot when I read it back to you like that? <laughs> you know what? It kind of does, uh, but it's been it's been really fun. 
And coming from a small school myself, I know that, you know, sometimes, you know, it almost seems like it's, you know, sometimes you have, maybe you have a year where, you know, it's just a matter of kind of, you know, chipping in and helping out or, you know, there's just, you know, maybe not a lot of interest in coaching a sport. I'm kind of, I know basketball is, you know, basketball is your sport, correct? That's kind of, you know, something you've always been very interested in, always been around. Obviously, you know, your father, Warren, a very, you know, a Hall of Fame basketball coach. So it's safe to say that, you know, basketball is kind of the, you know, the meat, the meat and potatoes for you. I would say that's probably true. Um, I've grew up with, with sports. My dad was a four sport coach, and basically since about third grade, I went to every practice and every game. And you know, I just kind of fell in love with sports in general. But basketball probably is my my true love. So then, I guess it's safe to say that the um, the influence to come to kind of you know want to be out there, want to be you know coaching kids, helping kids. Imagine it starts with your dad. Then, absolutely, it does. Yeah, he's my my biggest uh, role model in coaching for sure. And even recently, I mean, that was you know well, I mean, we, somebody we can touch on here pretty quick, but you know, being an assistant coach for Osseo Fairchild uh, a year ago, and they made that you know long awaited return trip to state. I mean, I imagine that had to be a pretty cool thing for you and your family. You know, you going down to watch, and your dad kind of you know back on the sidelines at the, you know in Madison. It it really was pretty cool, kind of coming full circle because way back in '85, my dad was an assistant coach on the team that made it to state at Osseo, and I was a manager, and then. He was the head coach when we made it in 92 when I was a player with my brother on that team. And then now my grandson, or hit my, my dad's grandson, my nephew, was on the team uh, this past year when he was able to be an assistant and, and coach with, with Colton on the team. So it was, it was quite an experience. One of those things that, you know, pretty much you can only find in sports. I mean, when you've got, you know, several different generations of a family that are kind of able to share the same thing like that, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was really, really fun for the whole family to get to experience that uh, playing down in Madison at the Cole Center. Now, you know, with you being a teacher and a longtime teacher in New Auburn, you know, basketball has been the, the sport that you've, you've coached the longest. I believe you just wrapped up your 14th year, you know, leading the Trojan program. But, you know, if you look kind of back through that time, there's also kind of, you know, different you know, different, different tenures with some of those other sports I, I, I related earlier, I guess. What were the four sports your dad coached? Uh, he was actually this past fall. He just wrapped up his fiftieth season as the football assistant football coach at Osseo, and he coached basketball, and he was a track coach, and then also baseball. We had summer baseball um, back at that time, so now it's all gone to spring baseball. But so that was his four. Gotcha. And and for you, you know, obviously I mentioned basketball. You've been doing for well over a decade. I know right now. You know, within the last year, it was cross country, and you know would have been track this year. But um, I guess you know you've had those couple different stints. I mentioned with football and softball. I guess was there any of those sports that you know when you got the job as the head coach, you kind of had to you know you know kind of play a little bit of catch up on or scramble to kind of get up to speed on maybe a little bit more because you know maybe there was just some sports you knew a little bit more about than others. Well, yeah, probably softball the most. Um, I played baseball and I played a lot of fast pitch softball too. And I, it's not like I didn't know the rules, but coaching girls, I had never coached girls before. And that's, um, that's a whole different experience. If, if you've only coached boys your whole life and, and then you take over a girls team. Um, so that was probably some of the biggest learning that I had to do um, as a, as a coach at New Auburn. What are some of the challenges that come with kind of, 
keeping up that multi-sport schedule throughout the year because, you know, there's only so much time in a day and a month and a year. And, you know, when you're, when you're spreading it across a couple different sports, I imagine that can, that can make for some unique challenges. It is very challenging. Um, you get spread pretty thin. Uh, my, my first year at New Auburn, I was junior high football and assistant basketball and then head softball. And of course I wasn't married and didn't have kids at the time. So I had plenty of time and it, things were good. And that evolved into being head football, head basketball, head softball for probably the next five or six years, I guess it was. And then, you know, that it's very time consuming and you have to, I mean, you have to commit to it. You can't just say, well, okay, for the next two months, I'm the football coach and the next four months, I'm the basketball coach. And you kind of have to juggle things throughout the whole year. Gotcha. You know, I was going to say that probably is the hardest thing is, you know, you have your athletes that maybe are just football players. And so in the off season, when I'm coaching basketball or track, you know, you're trying to get them to maybe come out for basketball or track, but if they don't want to, you want to have a program in place where they can still improve their skills and work on their strength and conditioning stuff while I'm busy doing a different sport. So would it be safe to say then that the biggest um, kind of the, the biggest hurdle you got to get over is just finding that balance? I would think so. I mean, balance is, is <laughs> it's the key. I mean, trying to now with me, having a wife and, and a six-year-old and a four-year-old trying to make sure that we have, you know, still ample family time and can do things on weekends and, and evenings and then still put in my time and do do all the, the coaching that I'm doing. is It's hard to find that balance, but sometimes you just have to take a night or a day sometime and, and just say, I need to be with my family today. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, you, you're, you're a coach that's been successful in those sports. I mentioned, you know, three East Lakeland Conference championships, including that first, you know, that first one in 2012 that, you know, it had been, you know, I think it was over 40 years since then. Um, you know, bat, in football, I, I didn't know this until I looked this up. If I got this correctly, you know, in New Auburn, New Auburn's last playoff appearance when they were an 11-man team, you were the coach, correct? That is correct. It's an interesting story. I, I took over um, as the head coach, and the team hadn't won a game in like two and a half years. And my first year, we went 0-9. And the, the losing streak stretched to 31 games. And we were able to get a get the victory over Cornell and snap the 31-game losing streak. And I was lucky enough to win the, the Green Bay Packers does a, a high school coach of the week award. Mm-hmm. And I, I won that award for snapping the 31 game losing streak. Um, and then that built into uh, the next year after that, then we were made it to the playoffs in 11 man football. So that was our, the last time we made the playoffs as a, as an 11 man team. And I imagine that, um, you know, when you think of some of the rewarding moments, and certainly I said you've had success in a lot of different sports, but, you know, it might not always be necessarily the, you know, the conference championships or whatever, but it might be moments like that where, you know, in that case, you know, a program is, you know, going through a rough stretch and you guys are able to kind of come out of it on the other side. And I guess what do you think of when you think of, you know, maybe some of the more rewarding moments you've had in some of those sports as a coach? Well, I would say that, you know, for football-wise, that was – that was definitely the most rewarding, basically coming from 
no wins to, to building it up to, to being able to make the playoffs. And, you know, we, we lost to Gilman in the playoffs that year, but that was, that was quite a, quite a stepping stone for our program. I thought to, to build from, you know, the, the big losing streak to making it to be in the top half of the conference and making the playoffs. And then in softball, it was a, a program that hadn't been around all that long before I got there. And, um, I was able to get get some girls out, and we kind of started building things, and we were able to get our first winning season, and it actually ended up being the only winning season in school history. And then um, we had uh, a WIAA regional playoff win, <laughs> the only one in school history that we had for that too. So, so that was pretty rewarding for coming from a program where, this is a pretty funny story, my, my first year there, we come to the first practice, and I had 15 girls out. Nine of the 15 girls said to me on the first day of practice, "When do you give me your glove? When, when when do we get our gloves?" And I I just kind of laughed and I'm like, uh. So I, I knew what we were dealing with at the time because, you know, clearly you would bring your own glove to a to a practice like that. And so we did some some kind of scrounging around, and I think we had five or six gloves at my parents' house and couple friends and we we got enough gloves for everybody and put the you know so everybody was was outfitted with a glove at least and then we kind of started building from there so so that was actually pretty rewarding to to have a winning season and and get a playoff win in softball um and then in track this past year in track we uh track is kind of a numbers game and we were able to get quite a few kids out for track last year and we um for the first time in, in my time here at school, and it could possibly be in, in school history, I'm not 100% sure, we were able to win uh, two invitationals last year. And I, I don't think that that had been done before in any year at New Auburn. So that was something to be very proud of, too. And then, of course, basketball, you touched on. Uh, we had, let's see, I think it was two conference championships in the previous 80 years of New Auburn basketball like 1939 and 1979 I think it was. And then and then under my time here the last um, uh, the last decade I guess we've we had three conference championships in 2012 and then 15 and 16 and also two regional finals appearances in that time too so that was uh, probably my my proudest moment with basketball is being able to to win those conference championships because I know how how hard it is to win them at New Auburn, and you know they're kind of few and far between. And we've had a had a nice run there, so that was uh, probably the most rewarding thing for basketball. And um, I'm kind of curious. I guess where's what was some of the best advice your dad gave you when it came to you know coaching and coaching just you know you know multiple sports? Well, when I got to New Auburn, knowing that it was a small school, and kind of talked to my dad about. Uh, what kind of what to expect and his biggest thing was adapt to what you have for talent you might have a 6'5 kid that can't run very well but he could be tough inside so you kind of have to adapt to what what your athletes are and with football kind of the same thing if we if we had speed we could kind of open it up and do some different things but it ended up we were more of kind of a ground and pound because we had some size and 
some good power in the backfield. So we kind of just adapted to, to what you have as, as athletes. And that was probably the biggest, uh, biggest advice I got from him. I guess kind of as we, we look to wrap it up here a little bit, I guess, is there anything else, you know, is there any advice that you would give to somebody, you know, maybe that's, you know, taking on a couple, you know, be it head or assistant coaching jobs for the first time as far how, as how far to how they can balance their time? Well, the biggest thing is be committed. And if you're going to, to get into a football and then maybe back it up with basketball, it's tough, but be committed to both of them and know that they kind of are a 12-month season, even though obviously they're not really a 12-month game season, but you have to be committed to football all the time and committed to basketball all the time. And and then finding balance with your family. If, if you need time, sometimes it's okay to, to take time and be with your family instead of, you know, going scouting that game that night or doing something that is... Uh, you know, part of the team kind of thing. If, if you need to just say, hey, I need tonight to do this, and that's okay. It's it's okay to, to be able to do that. Gotcha. All right. I guess finishing up then, uh, you know, my, my, whenever I interview someone, it's a question I found that's going to be very helpful, and I've, I've started to use it here on the podcast as well. I guess, is there anything else kind of about this that you think is important for people to know maybe that I didn't touch on? Well, um, I guess I don't really think so. Um, no, not really. I, I just kind of, uh, I guess, touched on most everything that I was kind of interested in talking about. Um, you know, but I, I guess maybe one thing I wanted to say was the people that influenced me, it, w- it was more than just my dad. Um, mm-hmm. He started a, a basketball camp long, long time ago, back in the 80s. And it was one of the longest running first basketball camps that kind of was... Um, around and we had amazing coaches there. We had you might recognize some of these names: uh, Ron Schultz, uh, Arnie Screw Crude, and Rick Storley from Fall Creek. All three Hall of Fame coaches. We had Ken Stelflug from Whitehall, Rich Rajinski from Oliva Strum, Harold Mulhern, Osio Fairchild had a stint at McDonald and then took a team, a Duran team, to state also. And then my dad, and I mean, there's many others too, but just in one camp, we had seven or eight Hall of Fame coaches. And I was able to kind of just suck it all in from being there from probably second grade through 12th grade. And, you know, I kind of knew that's what I wanted to do, just kind of listening to them and taking bits and pieces of, of what those coaches did and... You know, I just kind of use a few things here and there. I, I still have drills that we do from from those coaches from 25, 30 years ago that still pertain today, and they, they work really well. And, you know, so those were just some of my influences that uh, I was able to work with when I was younger. So, All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Keenan. I really appreciate it. And actually, there's some... I'm hoping we can make this work again for some of our future seasons because I still I have a couple other topics that uh, I would like to touch base with you on that I think you're uniquely qualified for that I think would be really interesting. So uh, thank you much. Hope the family is staying safe and hopefully we're, we're we're seeing each other in person here coming up again once stuff gets back going. I sure hope so. Thanks for having me, Brandon. You bet. And there you have it. That was my interview with New Auburn boys basketball coach Keenan Dahl. 
chatting a little uh, sports coaching and sports coaching in a, a variety of sports. It was a very, very eye-opening interview to me. It was something I've always really been able to appreciate with you know coaches, no matter the level. But whenever you're 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 kind of putting your time into a number of different sports, obviously there's you know each sport comes with its own certain set of you know skills and knowledge you need to have to to make a, a successful team work and. When you've coached as many different sports as Keenan has, obviously he has a lot to offer, as he as he met, as you heard in that um, interview. So uh, I want to thank you all for joining us uh, on this episode of the Chip World Sports Podcast. Again, if you want to subscribe, you can do that pretty much wherever you get your podcast from. It should be there. Otherwise, we'll also have the player up on our website, chipwood.com, each week for you to, to keep tabs there as well. So um, uh, I'm going to leave you now with a little bit of a teaser for our next episode. And that's going to be my interview with Bloomer Girls basketball coach, Nikki Seidel. And for those of you who don't know, Nikki is a Bloomer native. Grew up, you know, played sports, you know, the whole, the whole gambit at, at Bloomer. But, you know, she has an interesting connection because her father, Lon, Nikki's maiden name, Wilson. Lon Wilson is a Hall of Fame coach, longtime coach of Bloomer, I believe, for two decades. Led the Blackhawks to you know, three or three uh, uh, Division three state tournaments as well as you know, some runner-up finishes in there, including a team that Nikki was on in 2000. So um, it's safe to say that that's a basketball family when you get a, when you know, you've got a daughter that grows up loving the game and her dad is you know, coaching the team that ultimately she's going to play play for and, and star on. It, it can make for an interesting dynamic when you're away from the the court. So we're going to leave you now with a little bit of a teaser from that episode, and we will. Talk with you a little bit more next week. Thank you very much for checking us out, and we will talk to you soon. There, I will admit there are times where, you know, I would get frustrated or I would, um, you know, and I'd have to, to take a deep breath and, um, you know, because it's you're, you're seeing your dad, but, you know, it's your coach. And, you know, so those dynamics were definitely um, um, interesting. But, you know, my mom actually had to uh, set a limit of after, after uh, supper. There's no no bas- like no basketball talk. We're gonna take take a break. We're gonna take a hiatus for a couple hours. Um, you know, because we could. I mean, him and I could talk about basketball and we still do to this day, um, all the time. And so he just uh he needed um kind of that, like, nope, we're not gonna watch film after a certain time, you know. So uh we did have to set a little a few limits, but um it was, you know, I think I learned a lot um just from being around him and him and I having conversations about the game of basketball.